Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. I'm Loli, and in this episode, we're going to talk about Castaway Diva, episode 7 and 8. So we have just four more episodes of this drama left. There will be spoilers ahead, so just be forewarned. I got to say, I am loving this drama. I, I really just like it so far. I'm not mad at anybody i i'm not like screaming or anything like that um and it's i've become such a pakum bin fan i'm just like oh i'm i'm like i'm her number one fan no i'm sure that i'm not but but i absolutely love her and her acting i think she's just amazing and not enough good things can be said about her act her acting in general and in this drama as well i think in episode seven i was just smiling and just Watching her shine through was just like this beautiful diva singing, just singing her heart out, beating uh, Un More. That was just so satisfying. And she, of course, looked beautiful. The one thing I will say that wasn't realistic was her walking so well in those heels. She's just been in an island wearing either no shoes or sneakers. And I don't care how strong you are, that walking in heels takes skills. And, and I don't think it's something you do one minute or the next. But but she still looked amazing. Just I guess that was... But I wasn't really annoyed. I was just just a thought in my head. I I know some other ladies probably had it too. Like what? She's she's killing four inch heels. What? Okay. Yeah. And Gang Bogol, Ho, whatever you want to call him, Potato Boy. He I felt was so amazing. He won my heart. Just his confession to her, and it was like a subtle confession. You know, when his brother asked her, "Oh, what are your feelings?" Or and he says, "How can I have feelings? I've been looking for her for fifteen years." I just thought that was. Oh, my heart skipped a beat. And just the way he hugged her at the end when he told her, like the one time he regretted not being able to say that he was Jung Ho, was seeing her and, and how he just wanted to hug her and then he hugged her at the end. It was just like, oh, that that was so amazing. I really just loved the two episodes. I like that. They went to find her. They realized that she had run away because of the dad who's you know, psycho and, and an abusive person. But he's close to finding them, right? He's he's kind of been tracking her and, and people love taking pictures of her on social media because she, she was basically just one B-Umore. So that was just, you know, the dad is a smart guy. He's a cop. So, And I just said it on my other podcast, but he's playing uh, the dad in Gang, Strong Girl Gangnam Soon. And... This guy's amazing. I mean, he here, we're just so scared of him because he's such an abuser. And in that other show, he's just like this happy-go-lucky dad that loves Namsoon. So the actor's depth is, is amazing. Just I know he's a side character, but I think we just need to say and acknowledge that. Can you believe that he's playing this guy? And then he's playing um, the other guy. So, you know, we're watching this show on Netflix. They come pretty much both Saturday and Sunday. Obviously, Gangnam Soon is going to end next week and then castaway diva has two more weekends so but it but it is um just his depth is is awesome to see i love the feels that i got just watching her sing the whole confession i loved it i you can see the hyung i feel bad for hyung because i think hyung or I, i think maybe she might end up with neither of them which i think would also be an okay ending for me as far as love interest i like i said i'm such a parking bin fan and i'm such a mocha fan right now that whatever she chooses i'm okay she doesn't want to be with anyone that's okay with me she wants to be with jungi ho it's okay if she wants to be with young i'm okay i'm okay with all of it so just because i like her character so much i i love the strength she has and i love how 
that perseverance shines through in everything she does, right? She, you run you, she's not as mature or, or even as mentally strong as, as Mocha, right? Every little thing kind of just sways her. And, and I think that's, you know, what she's supposed to be like, because she's, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, a washed up singer in her 40s that, and you see that dependency of Unre, Hanure. You see that dependency on the fans, right? And and not having people worship you and not having them just love you, right? They they're dependent on that and, and it's like she never really grew out of it. So she's kind of taking this out on, on Mocha, these feelings of inferiority and regret and things like that. She's just taking it out on them. So on her I and I think that's something we can expect of that character. And of course, I love Mocha's stories about the seagull. And then we find out later that she did eat the eggs. That was amazing. But she had, you know, the the foresight to say like, no, Oni needs to hear this. So that's what I'm going to tell her. Ranju, Ranju needs to hear that I'm going to be there for her no matter what. And, and she did that. So I love so Mocha. I think she's amazing. Just the perseverance of surviving and and things like that and kudos to her she ran away the first time from the ajushi and and she tried to stand up to the dad to jong hozapa so so she tried to stand up to him but you know the guy i think he's been looking for the family for 15 years so he's sort of like yeah i'm not going to be swayed by by whatever you say and the fact that that you came to me i think he thought that that meant something and obviously he's psycho so so actually it doesn't really matter what she said to him he was gonna believe what what he already wanted to believe right he's killing the guy with the hornets and causing car accidents and things like that he's not necessarily swayed by by anything that that's gonna make it make him deter him from finding his family so so at the end of episode eight you know we see that jong is gonna try to confront him and he actually goes to see him in the apartment so we'll see what happens right before that he was googling petricide patricide penalties and and things like that so hopefully he doesn't resort to killing his dad but i could see why he may be desperate enough to do it and then just take everything on him maybe he feels like now that he found mocha and he can move on and do this for for his family so it's it's possible i just hope that he doesn't do it and obviously we don't want to see him go to jail we want to see him lead a happy life we don't we don't want to see the abuser win which is what would happen if if he actually killed the dad it's getting a little bit intense but i think we're gonna see the whole thing with ranju getting a new contract so that she doesn't get the chairs shares i think that's dumb but i also don't care if she does or not because she needs to grow on her own and she needs to see that there are people that she can trust she needs to grow up a little bit right and she needs to see that jung ho or hyung are is they're gonna tell her like oh you know this is why she left and and to be fair to her right she she left for a good reason, right? She doesn't want to be the cause of destroying this family. I think that's just too much guilt for her because she is such a good person. So so she doesn't want to deal with that guilt or, or be the cause of that. So, of course, she she runs away because she doesn't know that, hey, in Korea, everyone's taking your pictures and there's all kinds of cameras because she's been away for 15 years, right? So in a, stuck in, a, in an island. I like that they found her. And, and I was wondering, it's like, well, how did they find her? But but it totally made sense how 
how they tracked her down through through socials and things like that. So kind of scary world we live in. But but in any case, I I enjoy that. And of course, I I just had a lot of smiles with the feels of her singing, just Jonggi Ho setting that all up for her so that she would shine the ocean and and everything like that, just like the video that he took of her when they were in Chomsam Island. So I really really liked it. And yeah, these episodes, I they're such a nice change of pace to watch. I think just just seeing her and. I feel like her character, right? She's she's really learning how to survive out in the real world, for lack of a better word. Whereas you know she's been in this island, all she knows is the island. She's. I loved how she said, you know, I know that if I pray, a miracle isn't going to happen, but I still feel like praying because it makes me feel better. But the typhoon's still going to come. There's so many good. Parallels and analogies between what she experienced in the island and then how she's adapting and using that to how what she deals with in the real world. And in this case, right, the typhoon was was Ranju. So I I really like how the show's doing that, just going back to her experience in the island and to her experience in, experience in the real world and how she's taking her fifteen years of survival and and putting them. So that she survives. I loved how she tied her hair and just cleaned the place up. Park Hyun Bin, she's of course killing it. I mean, if you don't like Park Hyun Bin, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. You know, I guess I I may be open to listening, but pro- probably not because I I think she's doing a phenomenal phenomenal job. I also feel this is the first time that I actually I'm. Crushing on Potato Boy's character. I know that a lot of people loved him in Nevertheless, but I never really felt like that way about him because he was that character was a little bit indecisive, right? And then recently, I was watching Miraculous Brothers, and of course, he's playing like a whole different, as a whole different kind of movie there. But but in this show, I absolutely just love his character, and I love yeah, I love Jung Ki Ho. I love how. And maybe it is because he's so decisive, and he he does spur into action, which I think is for me like one of the most attractive things. Just this action thing that, and and he does also show her that he loves her, right? Just with words and with actions in his own way. I don't know if it's romantic. Well, he said it was romantic love. I think he said that. So. I I like that about this character, and and I think he's just doing a great job. So overall, um, I hope you guys are enjoying the show as much as I am. I think it's it's an amazing show, but I think you'll enjoy it. You know, it's to for me, it's it's a great pace. But I could see if somebody felt that it was a little bit on the slower side. But it's only twelve episodes, so we only have two more weekends. You know, four more episodes left. So I think it's it's going at a good pace for me. I like that. We'll see what happens with the dad. We'll see what happens with her dreams, and especially the mom. I do think that you know they've been slowly, slowly showing us the lake, and I think that what's going to happen. This is my guess: is that the lake is going to reveal the dead bodies of the people. Who they are impersonating? So the mom, the dad, Kang Bogol, and and Kang Wuhak. We are gonna see those dead bodies as that lake 
basically is drying up. And I think that's why they're showing us the lake. Otherwise, I have no idea why they keep showing us that. But but I think that they're showing us that lake so that we'll know, oh, crap. And, and that'll be that they're exposed to the world. So we'll see what happens with the dad and, and Jong Ki-ho confronting him. And, and you know, I, I liked his plan. He had a good plan, but the dad is just kind of too smart. And maybe if he had done that before or if he had done it not so coincidentally when Mocha came out and and things like that then probably the dad might have fallen for it but but definitely the dad knew what's up so so now now he's gonna confront him head on so we'll see I am really looking forward to I do want a happy ending I'm not gonna lie I I'm gonna be upset if there isn't a happy ending but for for everyone in the family but you know the dad i think he can go to jail for trying to kill the guy with the hornets and and maybe the the wife will know what's up so the guy that was trying to be killed by the hornet's wife yeah the deponim i mean that guy he's such a can we just say that we all hate him isujun isujun i mean seriously like i don't think that anybody likes him so we'll see if how we feel about him you know whether whether Ranju gets the chairs shares or not, it's really up to her. She's, I think, in charge of her fate right now. And she needs to realize that and take life, grab life by the horns, as they say, and, and make it happen. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast today. I hope you enjoy the episode and make sure to like and subscribe. Thank you.